Welcome, brothers and sisters, to Twisted Perspectives Live. October the 21st was truly an amazing day. The entire day was purposely designed with the thought in mind that God's presence would increase as the day and the service progressed. And ladies and gentlemen, that's exactly what happened. It was like one wave of God's glory after another, with each new wave containing more of God's presence than the previous one. The highlight of the evening was when the heavens opened up, pouring out the manifested presence of God upon the streets of Abilene, Texas. I really truly believe that that same anointing that was present in the park will be transferred to you as you listen to what transpired on October 21st, 2023, live at Rose Park in Abilene, Texas. Our next three episodes will be Twisted Perspectives live at Rose Park. And I do want to advise you that they will be longer than our normal episodes. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Twisted Perspectives Live. Alabalo say el señor. Alabalo say el señor. Yes. Dos tacos. El burritos. You ready to worship a little bit? Hey, I don't mean just playing some music. I mean getting down and dirty, getting on our knees, worshiping the Lord. Are y'all ready? Amen. And this is another thing, Aaron. We want to be instrument for God, but we have to be able to let God tune in us. Oh, Sometimes tuning on, it's a little bit of struggle because you have to tense the chords. And if you want to be instruments by God, we want to be used by God, we have to let Him Tuning us. Amen. That's a twisted perspective. That's good. Yeah, I'm coming with a heart of worship. I'm bringing in a brand new song. I'm ready to see the unthinkable. I'm ready for a miracle. Heart's praying for a fresh encounter. Souls moving to the living God. I'm ready for a real revival. Oh, Holy Spirit.
of Acts says when they were all in one accord, the Holy Spirit fell. So we need you people. Even you people that aren't over here in front of the stage, we need everyone in this park to come into one accord to invite the presence of Jesus into this place, into this town. 
in Jesus' name. Don't you get shy of me, lift up 
There's someone out there right now that's ready to release that demon. And we're not just talking about any demon. We're talking about the real demon of Satan. I can feel it's almost time. Holy Spirit said it's almost time. I need everyone here to be praying. I need everyone here to get the full armor of God on because it's almost time. We're about to go to battle. Face to face. It's almost time. I knew it was almost time. The Holy Spirit is sending his people right now. It's almost time. Someone here needs deliverance tonight. 
It's almost time. I mean, you know that Jesus can break every chain. He's the chain breaker. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. He breaks every chain, breaks every chain, breaks every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. Rise the Lord. 
It's not going to be the way that everybody does. It's not going to be the way that everybody does. Because he has a new way for you. Are you ready for prophesying? Are you ready for prophesying over the streets? Are you ready for prophesying on, 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 on everywhere you go? Ahora te voy a decir en español. Las cárceles se van a abrir para que tú vayas a predicar. En los lugares donde estuviste vas a estar pero para traer libertad. En los lugares donde te encerraron vas a llevar libertad. El diablo quiso encerrarte pero Cristo viene a darte libertad. El diablo quiso encerrarte pero Cristo viene a darte la verdad. La palabra dice, the word of the Lord says, the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. 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 Come on, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Adora a Dios. Adora a Dios. Praise the Lord. 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 Hey, my big friend. Hey, my big friend. You are a big guy. You are a big guy. And the Lord, when you was there praying for him, the Lord says, it's a big anointing waiting for you. It is a big anointing waiting for you. Everybody say, there is power in... There is no power in the individual. There is no power in Robert. There is no power in Aaron. There is no power in Jody. There is power in the name of our name. If you proclaim the name of Jesus, si tú proclamas el nombre de Cristo Jesús, ahora le hablo a la gente que habla español. Ahora le hablo a la gente que habla español. 
español, ahora le hablo a los latinos, ahora le hablo a los latinos, si tú proclamas el nombre de Jesús, ese nombre puede cambiarlo todo, ese nombre va a cambiarlo todo. Hay cadenas que son rotas en Abilene, Texas. Hay cadenas que son rotas en tu vida. Hay cadenas que se rompen. Hay cadenas que se rompen en tu vida. Rebaso, cataraba, catarabrasha. Mi gente que habla español, mi pueblo hispano, estoy aquí. Vine desde Cuba para decirte que hay poder en el nombre de Jesús. Hay poder en el nombre de Jesús. Hay poder en el nombre de Jesús. This is not an event, because the event, it just provokes applause and music. This is an encounter. An encounter provokes transformation. An encounter provokes transformation. If you have an encounter with Jesus Christ, you will be transformed. You will be transformed. Come on, can somebody ask to that guy called Saul of Tars? He have an encounter with Jesus Christ, and now everybody call him Paul, the Apostle Paul. Come on, can somebody, can somebody remember that woman that what that has five husbands? He had an encounter with Jesus Christ, and he transformed an evangelist. I believe that you are here, and you had an encounter with Jesus Christ. That is not impossible for God. That is not impossible for God. Come on, keep your hands together for God. He is good. say something when, when we was there and let me tell you this guys it's not about me it's not about Aaron it's not about Jordi he's the one who showed us to manifest his glory it's not about a man it's about the man who came to the earth the God who came to the earth and become a man and show us how we can do it how we supposed to be doing Madonna, when I was there, he told me, I know that God has a word for my, for my wife through your mouth. And I was like, God, what shall I say? Because it's different if you have a word from your understanding, but if you receive a word from the heaven. And I always, when I, when I, when I said, Donna, 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 Lord said, he's not done to you. It's not done with you. Donna, Lord, it's not done with you. Donna, His plans are for good and not for bad. Donna, knows the Lord. Yeah, Donna, Lord, it's not done for you. Hay mucho camino que te queda por recorrer. There is so much more things that you have for doing in your life. Todavía queda mucho por hacer And you may not know what said in Spanish But the God is reading your story in His book of your life Hay un libro de la vida escrito acerca de ti Y en ese libro dice Donna, I'm not done to you There is a book of life written upon your life And in this book it's written Donna, I'm not done to you. And if he say it, I believe it. And if I believe it, he gonna make it. It'll happen. It'll happen. 
I told y'all earlier that I used to have really long hair and my thought was if I had really long hair I could play guitar like Keith boy was I wrong then I thought Megan if I had really long hair I could sing like your husband wrong again but you know what Jesus loves me nonetheless There doesn't appear to be a whole lot of people here, but seeds were planted in this city today. And I know about seeds because these two ladies right over here, my Aunt Sharon and my Mama Granny, <laughs> I don't even know what her name is. Her name is Granny. What is your name? Joan. Granny. But these ladies prayed for me when I was a hippie running these streets, when I was a hippie selling drugs in this park. And look what those seeds did. But I believe that seeds were planted today, Richie, in this town. And I believe that God's word does not return void, but he will accomplish what he sent it to do. Always. 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 Well, sometimes. But next, before Pastor Miller comes up here, I've asked two people to come up on this stage and give their testimony of what Jesus done for them. So I give you, first up here, my brother, my friend, and my personal bodyguard, Richie Teague. First of all, I want to thank God for bringing us here today. Um, Brother Jody and Aaron and the band, you know, I feel honored to share the stage with y'all. <clears throat> February 2012. Well, let me let me back that up. Um, I was laying in my jail cell for the last time. Praise the Lord. God then delivered me out of drug addiction not once but twice. 
They say when you go back, you fall seven times harder. I can testify to that. But I can also testify to what Jesus has done in my life. And he's no respecter of person. He, what he done for me, he can do for anybody. We all know somebody that's a, that it has an addiction or something that needs Jesus in their life. So don't be afraid to share the gospel with them. Um, I'm, li- I'm still living on, Jody was talking about living on prayers. I'm still living on prayers for my mom. She passed in 2018. But she got to see me turn my life around and serve the Lord before she went. But February 2012, um, I just got out of jail. I was at church. Brother Jody come down. Never met the man before in my life. He come down, laid hands on me, speaking in tongues. He said, you're fixing to go on a journey. And he said, if you don't go to treatment, you're going to die. So I stepped on a plane for Battle Creek, Michigan that day. Brother Jody planted a seed in me, and God has been watering it ever since. Okay. Um, maybe Jody might let me do my full testimony sometime, but uh, yeah. I'm not trying to interfere, but there's something about Battle Creek, Michigan, brother. Because did you know that's where I came back to God? I did not know that. I heard that, and I was like, oh, my goodness. This is a divine appointment right here. We're both from Muskogee, Oklahoma. Never met this man before till he's come to our church. And then Brother Jody introduced me to him. But Battle Creek, Michigan is where I went. And my time there, I got to speak in other people's lives. Okay, Got to speak in other people's lives and tell them about Jesus. Even though I was a drug addict, Jesus still used me. And he can use any one of y'all. It doesn't matter what you're facing in life. We all have problems. But we lay it at the feet of Jesus. He is our redeemer. He saves us. So um, I'm not going to say it's been easy. But you know what? Trusting in Jesus is the only way. You know, the enemy has fought us tooth and nail coming here, but lives was changed today. Bondage was broken today. Chains was broken today in the name of Jesus. Generational curses was broken today here in Abilene, Texas, in Rose Park. You know, um, I will say this. Be specific what you ask God for. Now, I'm just going to share a little bit. Uh, be specific what you ask God for. I uh, went through treatment. The lady that ran the treatment facility, she had a sober living. It's five miles away. Okay? So I'm sitting in my living room in my first day out of treatment in the sober living, and I said, Lord, please provide me transportation because she gave me a job there at the treatment facility. Keep in mind, it's five miles away, uphills, stuff. <coughs> I said, Lord, please provide transportation. Ten minutes later, knock on my door. Hey, we're proud of you. We want to let you borrow. This is a borrowed bicycle. We want it back. But here's a bicycle. I said, thank you, Lord. That ain't what I was wanting, though. But, you know, I I appreciate the bicycle. I started over a little over ten years ago with two bags of clothes. 
and a borrowed bicycle. Jesus has never let me down yet. So, praise God. Anyway, uh, maybe Jody might let me do it on his podcast, my 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 full testimony. But I love you, Jody. You gotta love your bodyguard, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the one protecting me. This next lady, I don't know if you want to call her Thelma or Louise, but I want to have you on my podcast too because she ain't riding the head either. Last night at dinner, her and Sandy had the whole table rolling. And I don't even know what they were talking about, but it was funny. Come here. I met this lady on a telephone call because of Miss Andrea Dawkins back there. Wave at me. Woohoo! How long did we talk on the phone? About an hour. And I promise you, this lady caught my heart. She has a tremendous testimony of what God can do for somebody that has been broken somebody that has been hurt and somebody that has been abused. I don't know what else to say other than to say, I love you. I believe that we're going to be friends now forever until Jesus comes back. And someday I'm going to have you on my podcast. To God be the glory. But I give you Miss Tiffany Wilson. This lady drove all the way from Arizona. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, guys. I am Tiffany Wilson. And my testimony is this. When I was born, I was uh, in need of a complete blood transfusion at birth to save my life. Then when, is, when I was about five years old, um, I was sexually assaulted. Um, that was the first of many assaults throughout my life at 13 years old I was assaulted again and at that time in my life I just gave up I was angry at God I was angry at everything and everybody and I would drink drug stick whatever in my arms whatever to um, to numb the pain and when I was 18 years old my brother and his wife reached out to me and they shared the gospel with me. And I knelt down on a sleeping bag surrounded by cardboard boxes and I asked Jesus to save me. And that he did. And that morning, the next morning when I woke up, I had joy. I had never known joy in my entire life and I had joy. And I didn't, it was, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> um, Unfortunately, I chose to get back in a relationship that was destructive, and I went on a runner for 18 years. So for 18 years, I ran from God, I hid from God, I got involved in anything I could get involved in. Um, I had a desire just to die. I just wanted to die. I didn't want to hurt anymore. I didn't want to think about any of the abuse anymore. Um, and like this brother said, when you turn from God, the enemy comes back after you much, much harder. And he did. And it landed me. 
well, at one point I was in a hotel room with a needle in my arm and that lady right there, Sandy, looked at me and she said, you belong to the Lord. You belong to the Lord. And she came to get me one night. I was going to take my life. And she came to get me one night to go to a concert. And I said, I'm not going nowhere with you. I was spun out. It was summer. I had a flannel on trying to hide the evidence of the enemy in my life, right? And she said, actually, right before that, when I was going to take my life, I was in the bathroom. And I said, God, if you love me, then you show me that you love me. Because, see, I didn't think God loved girls like me. And that's when Sandy came to the door and she said, get up and get in that van or I will pick you up and put you in that van. And I wasn't afraid of much, but the spirit of God was on her and I was like, we go on to church. So, so I got up and I went to this concert and it was called Out of the Gray and uh, God really ministered to me in that, through that whole thing. But unfortunately, I had not completely released my desire for substances and I ran hard and on July 4th of 2005 I walked into the doors of a program called Teen Challenge and we had we went to this little church and I went to the altar of the church and I told the Lord I said Jesus if you don't set me free I'm gonna die like this because I cannot get free and that day he set me free and I am over 18 years clean and sober through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, to whom be all glory and all honor and all praise. And I I wish that my story was, I came to Christ and I stayed with Christ. So if you are hearing me and you have come to Christ, your your testimony doesn't get more powerful because you fell away. Your testimony when you remain with Christ is so powerful. So stay stay with Jesus, okay? Thank you for letting me share my testimony. To God be the glory. She said there's more, but it would take about 100 years. Now, we're fixing to close this thing out. And I want everybody in the sound of my voice over there at the playground, over there at the volleyball, when we get done... If you will come to this white pickup over in this other parking lot, we got a tremendous bag of goodies to give you. I want to confirm to these people what you said, that when we first talked, God knitted our hearts together, and we are kindred spirits, and we are one in the Lord. I want to hand the microphone over to Pastor Millard. And I have no idea what he's going to say. I don't care what he's going to say. But I tell you this, it's going to be about Jesus Christ. So give Pastor Miller a big hand. Well, whatever I thought I was going to say has already been said. I'm going to tell you something. We, we kind of had church here today. Does everybody think of that? Or am I just the only one? I think we had church here in a powerful church. But I do have a question. If you felt something in your heart today, you felt like God was talking to you, giving you a message today through the songs, through the testimony, through the preaching that was done up here, through the Jody's, Jody's podcast, if you feel like God has laid something on your heart, do me a favor and say, say repeat after me. Yes, Lord. 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That's the only answer we should ever have for God in heaven is yes, Lord. I don't know what he put on you, anybody else's heart. I know what he put on my heart. But anyways, I ain't going to take much time. It's getting kind of late, and I know everybody's tired. Uh, I, I don't Where's Aaron? I, I don't know how he does it. My gosh, he, that, he has bounced around this stage. I was sitting over there sweating watching him. I was doing nothing. I was just sitting there sweating. So I praise God for men to have the passion to do what he does. You know, uh, back when I was a younger pastor starting out, I got real discouraged because I couldn't understand why am I coming to church and preaching your word every Sunday, Lord, to all these people that are saved. And you know what he told me? You truly think all these people sitting in church are saved? You are so wrong. So wrong. Just because somebody is sitting in a church pew does not mean they are saved. And ever since I got that message from him, it has hit me like a ton of bricks. So every Sunday, when I look out at the crowd, I know someone, someone needs to hear what he has given me to say. You know, Sometimes it's hard to think of what to say when you're out doing the Great Commission, right? What's the Great Commission, church? Go out and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the Spirit, right? That's right. The Great Commission, it is our responsibility. If you are a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ, it is your responsibility to go out and make disciples. Sometimes... It's hard to do. I don't know what to say, Lord. He's always going to give you what to say. You just have to be obedient enough to step in and listen to him and let him give you the words to say. Well, I got, I got something, you know, the gospel is sometimes offensive to people. The gospel is offensive to people. It is straightforward. It is blunt. It's not, well, I'm going I'm to tell you the gospel of Jesus Christ, and you're just going to feel real good about yourself. No, that ain't what it is. The gospel of Jesus Christ is very simple, very, very easy to read. It says, you are a sinner. You are a sinner. That is what the gospel of Jesus Christ is. Because God said we're sinners, right? Didn't God say we're all sinners? Well, if, we, if you say you're not a sinner, then you're calling God a liar. Well, that ain't. That ain't real good for you if you're doing that. The gospel says we are all sinners saved by grace. We are saved by grace. That is it. And it also says in Galatians, if you get any, if anybody preaches any message other than what you have heard from us, then let him be damned. Okay? And when he says us, he's talking about scripture. He's talking about the gospels. Not what comes out of me, what comes out of scripture. So if anybody preaches anything other than what the scripture says, let them be accursed. Let them be damned. Right? The gospel does not end with the blunt message that you are a sinner. Thank the Lord. It doesn't end right there. It says you are a sinner, but guess what? I love you anyways. I love you anyways. That's right. God says, I love you anyways. I love you so much. I love you so much 
that I'm going to do something for you that you can't do for yourself. I'm going to send you a sacrifice. I'm going to send you someone that can take away your sins. You can't do it yourself. So I'm going to send someone to you. I'm going to send you my only begotten son. That's the gospel. The gospel says you are a sinner and there's nothing that you can do to get yourself into heaven. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send you someone that can help you. But you know what you got to do? Say yes, Lord. Yep, say yes, Lord. Ice cream. You say yes, Lord. That's what you have to do. Because he said, you know what? You can't bring me any sacrifices. You can't, you can't bring me what I need. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an advocate. I'm going to send somebody to you that you have to go through. Because what does Scripture say? No one comes to the Father except through me. Through me. Through Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior of this world. No one goes to the Father except through the Son. Yes. That's, it's a true story, brother. True story. I ain't going to lie to you. The world will lie to you, but I ain't going to lie to you. You know, the thing is, Scripture, and the reason Scripture is offensive to people is because it's true. Right? I mean, has anybody ever been lied to? That's a rhetorical question. Nobody's got to raise their hand. How did it feel when someone lied to you? It hurt. Right? It hurts. Right? Well, that, that's what the Scriptures ain't going to lie to you. You can't prove them wrong. I don't care how long you live. You cannot prove the scriptures wrong. There's no lies to be found in God's breathed word. It ain't happening. Now, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to be quiet now. But what I am going to say is if God has touched your heart today, if you have made a decision, I mean a serious decision to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm going to ask you to come up here. If you don't want to come up here, raise your hand. Somebody's going to come to you. Or if you have made a decision to, to rededicate your life to him. Because I know sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard. People, people don't, want to, they don't want to come forward. They don't want to. So you can stay right there, brother. We're going to, we're going to help you out. Yeah, well, it ain't my permission. It's the Lord. But uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just a messenger. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I am just a messenger. So if you have given your life to the Lord today, I want you to repeat these words after me. Father, I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner, and there's nothing that I can do by myself to come into your kingdom. So if you will just come into my life, okay? If anybody else wants to do this, anybody that, anybody that wants to, anybody else want to come forward and give their life over to the Lord? Anybody? I'm serious. All right. This is what we're going to do. You, you, you give your life to the Lord. All right, Father. I don't have to talk about it. All I have to do is be about it. That's all I got to say. Good enough. Good enough. If you have given your life to the Lord, always say yes. 
There's there's no other there's no other words to say to him except for yes. <laughs> we got we got one that's happy. We got one that's happy. If anybody over there in the park can hear my voice, we're fixing to give away some groceries. So if you'd like to come over here and get blessed by the Lord because he blessed us with them, we'd be happy to fix you up on some groceries. All right? Okay. I'm going to close this out in prayer. Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And Father, you know each and every heart here. It doesn't matter what we say, it's what you say. Because Father, only you can read our hearts. We can... We can look at the appearance of someone, and we can, we, but we can't look into their hearts. So, Father, I ask you, look into each and every heart here today. And, Father, just put them into service where they will be the most useful to you, not to, not to anyone else, but just to you. And, Father, I ask a hedge of protection around everyone here today, especially the ones that are leaving and traveling long distances. I ask you, send your angels with them. Father, send your angels beside their vehicles, clear the path for them where they can get home safely. And Father, thank you so much for blessing Abilene, Texas with what we've heard today, the, the songs of praise. Because Father, it might have it touched some ears here in, in, this, in this park, but so, those songs were sung to you, mighty God. So Father, thank you for that. And thank you for everything you've done for Grace and Mercy Community Church and everything you've done for Twisted Perspectives and everything you've done for Aaron Michaels Band and everything you've done for Robert Diaz, man, Father God. We love you, and we praise you, and we ask this in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, thank you guys so much for joining us today on Twisted Perspectives. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to let us twist your perspective. I do pray that today's episode was a tremendous blessing to you. I also want to encourage you to help get involved with us. Let us know how God has used our podcast to bless you. I also would like to encourage you to send in your opinions, your suggestions on how to make Twisted more effective for you. But most importantly, please send us your prayer request and our prayer team will pray and we will come into agreement with you in Jesus' name. Feel free to send all of your inquiries to jodycoward59 at gmail.com. That's J-O-D-Y. C-O-W-A-R-D 59 at gmail.com Oh, hey, hey, one more thing before I go. Be sure to click the like button and download our episodes on whatever app that you're choosing to listen to us on. And please, ladies and gentlemen, help us grow our program by sharing our link with your friends and your family. After all, we are blessed to be a blessing. And until next time, brothers and sisters, remember, Revelation 12:11 says, "We overcome the wicked one by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony." Hallelujah to Jesus. <laughs>